Prologue. He sat in the chair, staring at the cold black window. The darkness that reflected his image appeared as though it would suck him into its lifeless void at any moment. He felt it would be better for him to be there, in that void, rather than the silent, freezing room he sat in now. His trial was quick, a week and a half, to relive each glorious moment. The public defender assigned to him was greener than fresh spring grass. But had he been anybody else, he would have worried. The woman told him there was no escape, but she reassured him peace was imminent. His execution was mere moments away. The leather straps were uncomfortably tight around his waist and legs. This in combination with a chest strap made him uncomfortable, and his inability to breathe was less than pleasant. What do they see through that glass, he wondered. A murderer? Maybe some psychopath? Or a sadistic serial killer? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It'll all be over soon, just like she said it would be. He thought about how beautiful it will be to be in her presence again and gaze upon her tender pale complexion in all of its glory. Ecstasy incarnate. At that moment, he could feel death. It sat on his shoulder like a beautiful bird with its talons digging deep. She gave him bad men to kill, and he is ready to go home. He knew soon that all of the people he had put to justice would be his ticket to paradise. The woman said she would protect him, and he still believed her, all the way to his sweet, sweet death. He sat in silence and continued to ponder who she was, a ghost or maybe a delusion of a sick and twisted mind. No, he was not unstable. The doctor said so, and soon enough, he would know that she was true to her word, that when they end his life, she will be waiting. In that moment, the preacher walked in. Hello, my son. I'm here to pray for you. Do you have anything you'd like to confess? He looked at him from the chair. Father, do you know who I am? The holy man looked at him with a blank stare for a moment. Of course I do. You're a child of God. The man in the chair stared wildly at the preacher. If you knew anything, holy man, you'd know that you serve the wrong God. He's nothing compared to her, and she's all that matters. The preacher shook his head. He knelt and commenced to say a silent prayer. May God have mercy on your soul, my son, and may you know that it's never too late to ask for forgiveness. Do you have any last words? The man in the chair stared at the preacher. He thought about what his last words might be. Come close, Father. I'd like to whisper something. The preacher leaned in close, ready to hear some confession of guilt, or maybe a small splinter of humanity. As the preacher drew near to hear the man's words, he was met with an earful of spit. The preacher recoiled and wiped his face in disbelief. Not only was this man to die, but he was to die unsaved. Perhaps that judgment should be left up to God himself. The preacher stood up and walked out while forming a cross over his body with his hand. The doctor and an officer walked in. The mirror cleared. The black void was replaced with a clear view of his audience. On the other side sat five familiar faces. They were stronger and stern, not the weak faces he saw before. How they had all grown since they last seen him. He took great pride in remembering the moments of great pain he caused their loved ones. 
Regardless of the pride he felt from helping them obtain their newfound strength, he remained expressionless. The officer spoke in a loud, monotone voice. Samson Totman, you will now be put to death by lethal injection. The officer looked outside the glass. There was a guard posted at the box on the wall. It had a simple keyhole and a red button. The turning of the key with the added press of the red button gave the deadly mix of three chemicals amounting to death. Sodium thiopental to knock him out, pancuronium to relax and cause complete paralysis, and finally potassium chloride to stop the heart. The key was turned, and the light atop the red button was green giving a go. The guard by the box, looking at the officer in the room and receiving a nod, pressed the button. The machines holding the vile mix began to run and pump.